Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1682. The diet and training combination are If It Fits Your Macros Followers, Telling the Whole Truth, part two by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Hey there, welcome back to Optimal Health Daily or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is the podcast where I act as your very own personal narrator and read to you from some of the most popular health and fitness blogs online. Now, today's post is part two of a longer post. If you missed part one, then I'd recommend going back and listening to yesterday's episode first. That's episode 1681. But if you're all caught up, let's get right to part two and continue optimizing your life. Are IIFYMers Telling the Whole Truth? Part 2 by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com Most physique-conscious people are aiming for specific macro ratios. For protein, it tends to fall in the 1 to 1.5 grams per pound of body weight. For fat intake, some people like percentages, such as consuming 20% of your daily caloric intake coming from fat. And others like to multiply something like 0.2 to 0.4 grams of fat per pound of body weight. And for carbohydrate, you simply fill in the rest of your intake based on your calorie goal. So let's say you have a targeted intake of 2,400 calories with the following macronutrient goals. You want to consume 180 grams of protein, 305 grams of carbohydrates, and 50 grams of fat for the entire day. In order to fit that Burger King Whopper hamburger into your intake, you're going to have to sacrifice on your dietary fat intake for the other two to three meals that you're going to have the rest of the day. Your protein sources will have to be very lean, meaning lean meat, low-fat dairy, little to no eggs, or only egg whites. Carbs will need to be low-fat sources as well. Now, if you can allow for a higher intake, and some people will be able to, then having a fast food burger can make sense. But if you're on a lower intake, like dieting to lose body fat and are feeling hungry most of the time, this doesn't make much sense. I'm a big fan of flexible dieting. Being flexible with your intake allows you to eat what you enjoy without feeling like you're giving up or missing out on your favorite foods. But if you just look at the Instagram feed of IIFYM and think that these people have the good life of eating cookies, ice cream, and donuts all the time, I want to let you in on a little secret. This isn't reality for most of us. 
It might be the reality of the odd gigantic person with an enormous energy expenditure somewhere in the 4,000 calorie plus range, but that's a rarity. If you're a competitive athlete who's responsible for three to four hours of daily training, then you might enjoy the Michael Phelps diet of a daily pizza and French toast too. Want a more realistic approach? Instead of worrying about fitting fast food or other junk into your diet to cure yourself of the boring foods, here are some real-life solutions I use with clients as well as myself. Weekly refeeds. When you're trying to get lean and stay lean, managing your intake is crucial to getting to your goal. One incredibly helpful approach to dieting is keeping a fairly strict, though not restrictive, intake over the week and then having one day where you double or triple in some cases your intake and jack up the carbohydrates. This allows you to enjoy just about any food you'd like and it's super helpful for recovery, restoring muscle glycogen, and alleviating some of the stress accumulated from training during the previous week. Guilt-free days. Similar to the weekly refeeds, sometimes I give my clients guilt-free eating days. The way this differs is instead of giving someone a number of macros or calories to hit, I give some basic guidelines to eat three to four regular meals, but to enjoy foods you might have skipped out during the week while hitting your macros. I also recommend to deliberately have some dessert with dinner and to eat off of the typical plan. So if you normally have some scrambled egg whites and fruit for breakfast, I'd encourage you to make a whole egg omelet with buttered toast instead. With dinner, I'd encourage you to have something above and beyond the norm. It could be a steak dinner out or barbecuing your favorite dinner outside. The main point is to eat more than you normally do. Have your favorite foods without guilt and just enjoy yourself as best as you can. This is especially useful for people who are trying to be perfect with every aspect of their training and diet. As a recovering perfectionist, this has been very helpful for me in the past calorie and carb cycling days. Another way to enjoy some of your favorite foods on the regular is to employ some carb calorie cycling within the week around your training days. For many clients, I'll use this approach because it allows for more energy-dense foods every few days instead of once per week. So if you find yourself wanting some haagen or protein pancakes more regularly, this will allow you such a luxury. Uniform eating with recipe creativity. I'm a fan of uniform eating because it fits best with my schedule and my psychological preferences. Uniform eating means eating similar foods on a regular basis. Here's how my day typically goes. Same breakfast, same lunch, same pre-post-workout meal, and a varied dinner, meat and carbs on rotation. As you can see, I'm very uniform in my eating, but that doesn't mean you have to be. My goals for my diet are to keep it very simple for adherence purposes, but mostly so I don't have to constantly be thinking about what I'm going to eat. When I make my dinner, I try to get creative with what I'm having. I'll portion out a recipe and adjust it to fit within my macros. I like doing this because it gives me the food variation I need to make sure I don't miss out on any potential micronutrients. So, the next time you scroll through the IIFYM feed, remember that this isn't the reality for 99% of people. You just listened to part two of the post titled, Are IIFYMers Telling the Whole Truth? by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform 
with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. So if you listened to both yesterday's and today's episodes, you know the answer. Are IIFYMers telling the whole truth? The answer would be no. And again, that's because you only see a snapshot of their reality. You only see what they want to show you on social media. But JC makes another fantastic point. If you deprive yourself of things that you like, if you sacrifice pizza, donuts, and french fries, in my case, because those are my three favorite foods, then you're just going to end up craving those more. You're going to feel like you're deprived. You're not going to enjoy life as much. You're going to feel beaten down because you can't have what you want. And then you'll start to obsess about it. And I've used this example before. If you try and close your eyes and not think about blue elephants, don't think about blue elephants, stop thinking about blue elephants, Just stop thinking about blue elephants, blue elephants, blue elephants. What's happening is you're now obsessing about blue elephants. You're thinking about it. So if you tell yourself, don't have those donuts, don't have that pizza, don't have those donuts, don't have those french fries, well, now you're gonna be obsessing about it. It's now occupying all this brain space. And then you may start to feel badly that you can't enjoy the foods that you so very much miss. And actually, just a couple of days ago, I saw a study that looked at what happens when people deprive themselves of things while they're on a diet, and then their eating behaviors after they're off the diet. And sure enough, what they found was when people restricted themselves of sugar, that's what the study specifically looked at was sugar intake, the very next week when the folks were off the diet, their sugar intake went above and beyond what it usually was, meaning above and beyond what it was before they were restricting themselves in the first place. So in other words, they were better off having never tried to diet because now their sugar intake is higher than what it was before they started dieting. So depriving yourself of some of these foods that you truly enjoy may actually backfire. So instead, enjoy in moderation. As JC mentioned, try and be good most of the time, but do incorporate those foods that you truly enjoy and that you might miss so that you don't end up sabotaging yourself. All right, that's enough out of me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening every day. Hope you're having a wonderful week so far and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.